If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Soul Slumber Party. I got to speak to a dream oracle. Uh Uh-huh. Holly Emerson has mastered the gift of dreaming, and to say that I was excited to talk to her is an understatement. I've been counting down the days. It was like Christmas. She can guide you into mastering your own dream world as well as dreaming for her clients to help convey messages that they may need to hear. Top three Canadians, I would have to say. If Yep, she's in my top three. Lover, lover, lover. Enjoy Holly Emerson. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I see you're in your PJs. I am. You got your tea. I got my tea. Yay. I'm not going to lie. I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> it, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to find a dream interpreter, but there's, you do so much more than that. You like literally dream, you have your own dream language. You dream for other people. I want to hear about your dream journey. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, it started as a child and I was actually like really scared to go to sleep. I had the worst, like my drove my, my parents crazy. Cause like I come out of my room three hours after they put me to bed. I'm like, I still can't sleep. And they're like, Oh my God, not this again. And I was scared of the dark and I could, I would like hear things. I feel like this is a common thing with kids where, you know, they just like feel things at night and I could sense it's things. It's creepy. Nighttime is creepy. I'm yeah. look, I'm an adult and I still yeah. get creeped out at night. Totally. And so that's kind of how it started. And I started dreaming and I never understood my dreams. I would ask my mom, what do, what are dreams? And she's like, oh, she didn't know much, but she was just like, your soul just goes to the spirit world when you're sleeping and that's what your dreams are. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, but I could never understand them. And so like most people, your mom is kind of like your mom's spiritual. Like she's, yeah, has a really strong intuition. Yeah. Yeah. No, like when she said like, that's always stuck with me. And I think that has been so supportive in my journey in so many ways. And just her spirituality has been really great. And so I've always been open to spirit and spirituality. Like I never, I don't know. I, I never questioned it. Maybe. I mean, I do sometimes. I'm like, maybe everything I believe is completely wrong. Right. Right. We <laughs> but, all have those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Or totally. So profound happened in the later. You're like, but maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm in my head. 
Yeah. But totally. in that moment, it's so profound and you're like 1000%, but then yeah, like our ego steps in. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and so I, yeah, I set my dreams aside for most of my life and I would go through phases where I would have really intense dreams and I'd be kind of drawn back into them, but I still never really knew what they meant. And it wasn't until I started working with my current spiritual teacher and she was like, okay, so just so you know, three nights before we have our session and three nights after I work with you in the dream world and you're probably not going to remember it, but just so you know, that's happening. I was like, uh, that's a bit weird, but okay. (laughs) Sure. Like, okay. I know. And so like up until that point, my spiritual journey has consisted of healing and overcoming childhood wounds and inner child healing and you know all that kind of stuff like a lot of shadow and work. yeah a lot of shadow work and I uh-huh. didn't I honestly felt like I was a muggle and so mm-hmm. I was like I just don't have any gifts to awaken <laughs> and so anyways I started working with this teacher and then a couple years into working with her she offered this trip to Egypt it was a sacred site tour and retreat in Egypt and I was like immediately my soul was like yes I remember seeing Egypt as a little kid and being like I need to go there I need to stand in front of the pyramids I need to be there and so when I was there everything just started awakening on a much deeper level so I've been lucid what, dreaming you think it was like the energy from I yeah mean, like- I do I think it was a combination of the energy um and past lives there and kind of I know I always hate these words because they just sound so like trendy but it was like a soul awakening in a way like yeah. a soul activation in a way a soul remembrance and I started remembering I just got this- chills like everywhere like in my <laughs> like my head down to my legs when you said that you're yeah. oh my, that's exactly what happened. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I, I started remembering what my teacher was doing when we were sleeping. And so like, I remember waking up and I was like, okay. And she looked at me and she's like, you remembered? I'm like, yes. And so we talked about what she had done in the dream oh, world. And question. yeah, you, you say you remembered what your teacher was like doing in dreamland with you. Now, was this like, okay, after the pyramids, you went to sleep and woke up or you're standing there and then you start recalling your dreams from like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or. Great question. It was, uh, it was like a few days after we were at the pyramids, we were in Abydos. Uh, so we had left the great pyramids and we were in another city called Abydos. And that's that morning. I, in the middle of the night, I woke up in the middle of like <clears throat> our night school. That's what we call it mm-hmm. is night school. And, um, and I was like, oh my God, I remember. <laughs> and so that morning at breakfast, I told her what had happened. And she's like, she's she's a she's she's a very playful person. And so she was like playing little jokes on me to try and get me to remember. And so I was telling her the jokes that she played and she and then she explained why she did that that particular joke. And 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 I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense because like I really wanted to know. <laughs> what you're trying to tell me and then that was what triggered me to like unlock that and like really remember and yeah just kind of like super clear what when you're sleeping like these images are clear like it feels like you're there yeah yeah 
Totally. Um, it's insane. And um, and then it was crazy because we went to the Valley of the Kings. So yeah, we were at this temple of Hetsubshu and she was the only female pharaoh to reign for as long as she did. And she also was the only female pharaoh to get full pharaoh power. And so we were at the temple and my teacher pulls me aside. She's like, Holly, you know why she actually reigned for as long as she did? I was like, no, I have no idea. And she says, well, she actually had these oracles that worked for her. And what these oracles did was they would go into the dream world. So they go to sleep and they would be able to, they were trained to go into the minds of the enemies, the people who were planning to overthrow her and extract the information on how they were planning to do it. So then they would wake up, they would tell her, they would tell the military. And that's actually how she was able to reign for as long. I was like, that is crazy. Like, I didn't even know well, that. You was gave me thing. chills again. I just got chills again. <laughs> and that's amazing too, because like women, we do have, I mean, men can have this gift, but we are greatly connected to the divine. We have mm-hmm. that just innate intuition that, that we can really, really develop. And it's incredible how like the roles kind of switched to where men like stepped into these roles of like leadership and women were, we were kind of like pushed to the side, yeah. but we're, that's so badass. That is so <laughs> badass. <laughs> I know it's so crazy, right? I didn't, I honestly didn't really like know what to think of it. Um, and she never told me I was one. She just like told me the story of oracles. And then I had an Akashic record reading like six months after I got back from Egypt. And in the meantime, my dream started opening up. I started sharing messages on my social media, just like collective messages. And then I had this Akashic record reading and she had no idea anything about me. She didn't know I went to Egypt. She didn't know. She knew my name and my birthday, like a minute before we started our session. That's one of those things that like, when I've had readings done or whatever, I'm like, that was so good. And then later I go, but they could have Googled, they could yeah. have Googled this. They could have looked up ancestry.com and, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, found out these like data births and these names. And so that, I think that is really important to the way you did it because otherwise I think there could have been a lot of like questioning afterwards, even though in the moment it feels so powerful and your intuition being like, yes, yes, yes. I think that like I needed that to believe it because as Mm -hmm. soon as she started doing my reading, she was like, because I was like, I just, just whatever my guides want to share with me, just tell me that. And she's like, okay, well, they want you to know about this past life you had when you were an oracle for a pharaoh in Egypt and you were working with dreams. She literally said, word for word, what my teacher said to me when we were at Hatsushu's temple. And I was like, what the F? (laughs) I know I still have the recording because I still almost don't believe it. And every now and then I like re-listen to it because I'm like, oh yeah, she did say that. Because I'm like, how, what are the chances of that? Like, it's so crazy. And okay, so- okay, after this, I need, I need her information because I, I gotta, I gotta go to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, she's crazy <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, she, she's, yeah, she's like tapped into some crazy stuff. I, yeah, sometimes I wonder, like, I, I do, I completely believe that we all have access to our intuition and we have that connection. We have these spiritual gifts. I think it's a matter of finding it and working on it and bringing it forward. And then sometimes for myself, I'm like, well, what are mine? I want to know (laughs) what are mine. So that'd be interesting to. Yeah. You know, I was always in the same, like, I was always asking myself the same question, like what's mine? Because everybody has 
intuitive gifts. And I think where I got caught up with it is seeing and hearing about how other people had their gifts. And I was like, well, mine aren't like that. So I just don't have any. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not clairvoyant. I don't see spirit. I don't hear spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like sense them the same way other people do. Like other people like, oh yeah, no, my guides are saying this. I'm like, well, I don't hear that. So like, I don't have any. Well, can't you feel them? They're like right next to us or or even my sisters, like my mom, she's so intuitive. Um, They have these, my whole life, they told me stories of these experiences. I'm like, no, not me nothing. Nope. Yeah. I got walls up or something, but then Reese, but I, I had a, an awakening mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago, had like a few different ones, but this one was like an awakening of like really connecting in. And I think slowly they're starting to come out by these like little weird things that have been happening. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well maybe I, that's what made me think like, maybe I do have these gifts. I just need to, to work to develop them. But totally like for me, mine, it took me 37 years. I was 37 when they started, then when all this dream stuff started happening. And I'm actually really grateful because it allowed me to have my journey before that I needed to have. You know, yeah. I needed to yeah. to heal and grow in other areas within myself before I could do this. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes it's possible. Like if you have these intuitive gifts, it kind of distracts you from really connecting inward with yourself. Cause then you start relying on like this, this other channel of information versus like just deepening that trust within yourself. Ask yourself, like, how has it been like my biggest gift to not be aware of what my intuitive gifts are and, you know, trusting that they will open at the right time. And it's all kind of unfolding in perfect timing for you. Yeah. And getting connected to like your own body and your own mind. And how does spirit feel inside of my body? Mm-hmm. Um, because like, like, a, even like with like Oracle cards or tarot cards, and I think they're great. I love them. I think I've had like some really cool experiences with them. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I sometimes feel like, okay, I'm going to draw this card to try to find an answer to something. But then there's also this part of me that goes, I need to, before I touch these, like I need to actually go inward and see what like my intuition is telling me, which I'm still trying to figure out my intuition. But, but there is, there is something so important about discovering what your intuition is telling you um, and like getting familiar with how it feels in your body. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. It's like <laughs> taking that beat and just dropping into your intuition, like your heart center, or wherever that might feel in your own body and feeling or sensing what that is telling you. Okay. Yeah. So you did the Akashic records and then what? And then my, my mother-in-law contacted mm-hmm. me and she asked if I could get a message for her through my dreams. And I was like, I don't know if I can or not. And so oh! I tried. And okay. That's cool. how it that's how the the reading started. And then I was like, "Oh my god, people, this is what I can do." Like anybody want to read? Yeah, I was going to ask how 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 you knew you could do that for other people. Okay, that makes sense. Like yeah. people who know you that this is something you're studying, yeah. they're coming to you. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it started happening and then and then I went to my teacher, her name is Brooke still, the one that I went to Egypt with, and I was like, "You didn't tell me." <laughs> that I could do this. She's like, no, you had to figure it out on your own. And then, you know, since then we've really been, um, working, I have her as a teacher here in this 
waking world. And then I have so many teachers in the dream world that come to me and my spirit guides are amazing. So a lot of what I've learned and how I work is through those teachings. Okay. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I saw something you posted about putting an intention under your pillow. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I did it. My, I had my husband do it too. I love it. He's a little more, he's just coming into his, you know, he's on his own journey, right? He's got some going on because he's having very vivid (laughs) dreams now. And he was not having vivid dreams before. Okay. He would not dream at all. Yeah. Yeah. And over the last couple of weeks, he's like, dreams have been pouring in. And then a couple nights ago, I'm like, hey, I want to try this out. I want to talk to Holly about it. So I I had I had mugwort. Yeah. I burned it and I like went around my bed <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna connect with my spirit guides tonight. And I wrote it on a post note and I um it's not a post note, a note card. And it was like, I'm gonna tonight in my dreams, I'm gonna meet my spirit guides. And I put it under my pillow. I had super, super vivid dreams, but I didn't have like a shake in their hand. Like, oh, that's you. You're my spirit guide. But I had really vivid dreams. One dream was like I was at dinner with a bunch of people at the table. And I'm like, well, maybe they were sitting there. Maybe that was an answer. But I just, I didn't know that's who who was at the table with me. So when it comes to meeting your spirit guides through your dreams, we expect it to be exactly what you said. Like, hi, my name is Joe and I'm your spirit guide. And you shake their hand or something. They might not even present themselves in human form. You know, they might, they might Mm -hmm. present themselves as like the feeling of the dream or a sense or like, like a, like a scent, you know, or, um, like the wind blowing in your dream and you just like feel warmth or something. And then you just like, remember that you notice that. So it might, they might not be like in a physical kind of look to you and you know what their mind he put an intention his intention was like more like opportunities for work and he had it was weird he put it under his pillow like that was his I'm like no no you got to connect with your guides he's like no this is the intention I want okay so I'm trying to control this (laughs) like okay and he did it and he leaned in but he did have a work like he had a dream about talking to his boss like uh, over like zoom Mm. or something and they were he didn't know what they were discussing but it was something maybe there's something too you know yeah. It was a work dream. Yeah. It's it's fascinating how dreams are because they communicate to us in ways that our logical mind don't doesn't understand. And also there's so much like we're we're energetic beings. And so our dreams can really help heal and shift those energetic fields of ours to help us align with whatever it is that we want to manifest. And so depending on what he wrote for his intention, you know, maybe that conversation that he had with his boss in the dream was actually in a way like a download for him to integrate an energetic feeling that he needs to embody to attract maybe more business opportunities or career opportunities that he's looking for. So it's never Mm -hmm. just like this black and white kind of thing with dreams. There's so many layers to dreams and there's so much they're working. Dreams are working with us in such a deep way that most of the time our conscious mind doesn't understand. And you know, I heard you say, um, I don't know if it was like on another podcast or on your, your stories or or on your Instagram or something, but you were saying that, um, 
we're not necessarily meant to remember all of our dreams. Like some of them, there's like a reason we're not meant to remember all of them. And I don't know when, why do you think that is? Do you think sometimes we're dealing with trauma that we don't want to take back into like the waking world? Yeah. So there's many reasons that is one of them where, you know, you could be working through something that is traumatic and your conscious mind just can't handle it for lack of a better way to explain it um, at that time. And so your subconscious and those other energetic parts of you are working at healing it. And then when you're ready to consciously address that aspect of the trauma or whatever it is that you're working through, then you might start remembering your dreams more, or it'll be something that just shows up in your waking life where you're able to navigate through whatever that obstacle is in your life and finally overcome that. And dreams work to help you, whether you're conscious of that work, that, that healing work that's happening in the dream world or not. Because often I'll wake up from a dream and I'm like trying so hard to remember it, but the feeling of the dream is there. Like the yeah. feel, the anxiety maybe that was in the dream or like the peaceful feeling. Okay. I'm going to tell you about a dream. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Tell me if you, <laughs> what you get. Okay. And, 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 if, and it's okay if, you, if, if it's nothing, that's fine. But I started coming to my awakening. I had a super vivid dream. I was like floating and I was singing divine uh, uh, the divine feminine I was going the divine feminine <laughs> and I'm like floating singing this song I'm like above a building and I wake up in real life it's it, it's the middle of the night just a dream doesn't mean anything I go back to bed the only thing that stood out is that's not in, really in my vocabulary at the time it wasn't mm. divine feminine like that mm. was not in my vocabulary so. yeah yeah that's why when little things like that happen, I go, that's not like something I heard that day. And I'm like, it's yeah. coming out of my dream. Yeah. Uh, so I do kind of like market and then I go back to bed and I dream about all of these black widows, like all over the place. <laughs> and then I wake up and I'm like, I have these two dreams back to back. Well, I, so I Googled it cause I don't have any other way of like understanding it. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I know Google's not always the best way. I Google divine feminine. And the first thing that pops up is a picture of a black widow in a web. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and then I Google black widow spiritual meaning. And then I start reading. And then like one of the paragraphs, it's like it represents the divine feminine. <laughs> With Google doing me good. Was it Google doing me good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, okay. So I always say, like, don't Google your dreams first. Always go into your intuition. And at the same yeah. time, you know, sometimes like our guides know that we're going to go to Google. And in cases like that, it it can align. You know, it can make sense. So I always just, I always say to tap into your intuition because I want to empower people to connect in with their higher selves first and listen to that space. But if people Google and it works for them and you get a message like that, I think that that makes sense. And, you know, what I, I mean, it was pretty obvious because you said divine feminine, you were singing it in your dream. The the thing that I would, that I kind of felt when you were talking about that, because you said you were floating over buildings. Mm-hmm. And as, as soon as you said buildings, immediately what I heard was patriarchy. And, oh gosh, and, I got chills. and so it was just like, you're floating, like your divine feminine, like, and, and also this could be like a collective message in the sense of like, when we collectively step into our divine feminine in a bigger way, in a bigger embodiment, then we can rise above and like gracefully be above like this patriarchy, you know, it doesn't impact us in the same way. And also with like spiders, 
spiders weave webs, you know, we weave. And so it's just like that divine feminine going out and weaving its web throughout the world. But yeah. I hate spiders though. So I like wanted to smash him. But like, so, so is could part of my like conscious mind come in and, or my, I guess like my ego come in and, and try to sort of take over a little bit like, oh, these are spiders. You got to kill them. And is that ever possible? Like you have your soul coming in and, and, and creating this like important moment. And then my other part of my mind comes in and like, yeah. try to take over. Yeah, that happens. No, totally. Because okay. we're still so much connected to our like quote unquote personalities while we're in this like human body. And so, yeah, that happens to me too. I, yeah. I get that where I wake up. I was like, oh, that was, that was Holly. That was like that part of me in the dream. Yeah. So I saw that you have, um, you do on your Instagram, it says ancient dream work. What is ancient dream work? It's this work. It's like connecting back to it's, it's realizing the power of our dreams. It's realizing that our dreams are in fact us going into the spirit world connecting with spirit world and the wisdom and the infinite that is there and consciously bringing it back to this waking world and it is tapping us back into our divine selves tapping us into our higher selves so i personally believe that in ancient times um i know that dreams were considered to be powerful. There was like being a dream interpreter and working with dreams and being an oracle was um, not weird <laughs> like it is mm -hmm. now or like how it has been become over the years. And I, I truly believe that dreams are so powerful that the powers that be wanted to suppress that, wanted to suppress people's own ability to connect with source energy. And they wanted to just have people less empowered. And so if you look Maybe at, that's the, the rising above the building. Yeah, that, exactly. We're talking about patriarchy. That's yeah, exactly. Like yeah. The divine feminine connecting back into yourself. I want people to be empowered to their higher selves and connect in with their higher selves. And that's exactly what dreams can do and have always done. And we've gone through hundreds of years not tapped in. And so I want to bring back that ancient wisdom and ancient knowing that is within all of us and remembrance of how powerful we all truly are. And our dreams are a tool for that. You know, yeah. dreams lately are very, like, very psychologically analyzed, very Freudian. Um, mm -hmm. And that has its place. And there are aspects to our dreams where that is relevant and there's this whole other world of dreams, this whole other meaning of dreams that has been forgotten. And so that's what I mean by ancient dream work is bringing that back so it's normal and that it's every day and people see their dreams and can access the power of their dreams consciously so they can ha have them support them in this waking life so they can navigate it with more ease and grace. So how can somebody remember their dreams. I saw that you have like a, like you do like a ritual. Is that part of remembering the dream or is that just setting an intention or? So a dreaming ritual is kind of like a morning ritual, but mm. it's at night. And I believe that, you know, it's in order to set up your next day, you actually want to start the night before because you can build, you can set those intentions in your dream and then when you wake up, you've got those integrations, those downloads, those messages, perhaps, for your day. 
And that's part of your next day routine and just like your life routine. And so when you start working with your dreams, just by having like an an evening or bedtime ritual, setting an intention, for example, is a way of saying to spirit, I want to start consciously working with my dreams. It's like opening the door and saying like, inviting, inviting that in whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think no matter how complex or simple, I always err on the side of simple because our lives are already busy enough. We have too many things that we have to do. Um, So keeping it simple, just, you know, setting an intention, you don't even necessarily have to write it down. Writing it down is, is always more powerful, but you know, if you're just like brushing your teeth, getting ready for bed, thinking about your intention, that's great too. It can be something super simple. I did notice that, like I said, when I did set an intention and put it on my note card and put it under my pillow, yeah. I just a lot more vivid. Yeah, exactly. My husband's was, I'm like, come on, man, I've been, I've been doing this for a while. And he had like a super powerful dream <laughs> that night. <laughs> oh, that's I so love funny. it. Because I do feel like when we start, start taking that next step, like spirit is will send you validations to be like, keep going. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's that like, keep going. Like you get in touch with that intuition of your own. How do you remember the dream in the morning? What are you doing there? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. (laughs) So there's a few different uh, techniques. So one is you know, setting that intention. I'll easily remember my dreams when I wake up in the morning. That's a great one. You could, you could work with that. I always say when you're working with an intention too, is work with it for several nights, not just one night. Um, doing it over several nights is, is great. And so setting an intention. Um, one thing that I discovered when I was working corporate world and I didn't want to wake up in the morning was I kept hitting my snooze button. I would set my alarm like 45 minutes before I had to actually get up and I just kept hitting the snooze button. And when I noticed that when I was hitting the snooze button, I would go back into another dream and then the snooze button would wake me up and I would practice remembering my dreams that way. And so remembering dreams is like a muscle. It requires exercise. And the more you do it, the easier it will become to remember your dreams. So that's another another thing. Um, when you wake up, don't move. Just kind of replay your dream over and over in your head and bring that and pull that into your conscious mind. And that way it becomes more solidified. And then you can reach for your dream journal and write it down. I have a voice recorder on my Apple watch. So throughout the night, I'll like whisper into my watch 
<laughs> and record my dreams. And in the morning, I'll like write them down into, I actually don't write. I have it. I do it all digital. I have a digital dream journal. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. So you sleep with your Apple watch on then. I do. Oh, you yeah. can record. Okay. I like that idea because got my husband on one side, my yeah. daughter, 99% of the time comes and crawls in bed like at two in the morning. And yeah. so I'm sandwiched in between my phone is a, you know, like on the other side of my daughter on an end table, that's way too small. And like, <laughs> like reached out, I'm like falling out of bed to get my phone. Yeah. Like, I got to remember the stream. Yeah. So I always say, okay, well in the morning I'll record it. Cause I cannot move right now. I just need to do that. I just need to get, yeah. I need to get an Apple watch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the app that I use is called just press record. And the reason why I use that one versus the native one that's in Apple is because I can change my watch face. Cause you can put like different widgets on your watch face and, um, and it's just like a one press. So with the native oh. one, you like have to press it and then you're like hit record and then whatever. There's like too many steps to actually get it to record. Whereas just press record is like literally it's on my watch all the time and I just have to tap it and it starts recording instantly. So that's why I love that app. Okay. I'm yeah. doing it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise it's gone. It's just gone in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, and I'll, even, I'll even say, okay. I'll, I'll play, replay the dream and I'll be like, Hey, remember this in the morning. Remember this in the morning. Cause I just yeah. cannot get up to like get my, to get my phone without waking my daughter up and without like falling out of bed. Just too yeah. much work. I can just streamline. Yeah. There you go. It's all about <laughs> streamlining. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because my students, I would tell them about that. They're like, Oh, I remember lots of my dreams already. And I'm like, trust me, you'll remember more. And they're like, oh my God, I had five more dreams. I didn't even know. <laughs> like, yeah. By the way, are you exhausted when you wake up? Because you're like, you're working. <laughs> you're, you're literally working. Yeah. You have a four hour day, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to be, but then I got used to it. But if I'm, because I'll dream for people, I have this one offering, which is like a 30 day offering where I dream for them and I energetically work with them in the dream world, that is exhausting. And so okay. when I do that, I can't, I can't, I have to take like a few nights off every now and then, um, with like within those 30 days. But when I'm just doing dream Oracle message, like dream Oracle readings, it's not, it's not as bad. So if I were to ask to like meet my spirit guides and like, we actually like met and everything, would I wake up exhausted or, or would I, my body's rested, but my mind's not like how, no, I think you'd be fine. They might have been at the yeah. dinner table. I I cannot recall who was at the table though. Do you recall the feeling of it? Like friend, like friendly. Yeah. I don't, okay. Yeah, just like friendly. Like we're all just together. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting because, like, we you know when my, we first moved to Utah and it was stressful. My husband was in between jobs because we just moved, and it was like so much stress on our marriage during that period of time. I was having so many anxiety dreams. And like my mm -hmm. dreams were just like always just like, just like crazy. And mm -hmm. I'm at a, like a very peaceful point right now where like things are good. Like everything's like stable and tranquil. We have a good marriage. Everything feels, mm -hmm. and like my dreams have been really peaceful. So, yeah. but, but that was just like, it just felt like a peaceful dream. It felt like it was just together. I was yeah. at dinner with friends. The other thing too, is like your guides are around you all the time. So because it's familiar, it might not have stood out as like, oh my God, this is my guides because you yeah. are, you know, their, their feeling.
but you just didn't consciously realize, oh, like this is what my guides feel like. And and what oh, you can no. do is like add um, something like, you know, tonight I'll meet my spirit guides in a way that I'll easily remember or easily Ooh, understand. Yeah. yeah. Adding something okay, like that. Yeah, and like yeah. talking to your guides and being like, okay, so like last time in the dream, I think we met, I think we were at like the table together, but I'm not sure. So maybe if you could show me in a way that is um, clear for me to understand, that would be great. So yeah. dialoguing and sharing with your guides, what is working and what isn't working is super helpful because we think that our guides being our guides, they should just know, but it, it does help them to help you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do umbrella hats mean anything? Umbrella hats. The <laughs> couple nights ago, I had a dream. I was like putting on an umbrella hat. I put one on, I think, on my husband. When it comes to dreams, you never focus on just one aspect of the dream. You have to look at the whole context yeah. of the dream. I always say, like, feel into the energy and the vibration of the dream first. What did that feel like? Mm -hmm. Like, why were you doing that? What were you? Were you trying to protect him from rain? What was the rain like? If there was rain, what was it? It was just kind of funny. I don't know. I just remember being like, this is funny. This is weird. We're, we're wearing umbrella hats. <laughs> I don't remember details. See, I'm, see I'd be a terrible client. <laughs> I'd be no. a terrible client. <laughs> no, no, no. I could dream for you. And then <laughs> you don't have to worry about dreaming. Uh, tell me about dream language. Yeah. So we all have our own personal dream language. This is why I always say to follow your own intuition before you go to look it up. Um and the reason we have our own personal dream language is because we have our own personal associations to things, you know, like that umbrella hat, maybe somewhere in your relationship, you and your husband had like this joke and it showed up in your dream. And it's just like this funny joke. And it, it relates to this thing that happened in waking life. But if I dream that, and I never had that experience, you know, it could mean something totally different. Or if I'm scared of dogs and you're a dog lover and I have a dream about dogs, it could be terrifying. Whereas you could be like, oh my God, I'm in heaven because there's all these puppies everywhere, you know? So right. it's based on our own personal associations. We, we have our own symbolism for various symbols and our own interpretations of what those mean to us. And so that's why we have our own personal dream language. And also just how we connect with our spirit guides is different. It's, it's like how you talk to your closest friends versus acquaintances, it's different. You know, there's like subtle differences between how you communicate and like maybe like inside jokes or just different ways of connecting. It's, it's, it's totally unique and personal to each person. Is that what you teach your students? You teach them how to understand yeah. their own personal dream language? Part of my gifts are around just when I hear dreams, I'll get downloads of what they, they could mean. And so I, try and ask questions with my students. And just whenever I do dream interpretations for people is I don't like to tell people exactly what it is without having them kind of piece it together and understand like why this happened in the dream first. And then, and then if they obviously don't get it, then I'm like, okay, how about this? And then they're like, oh my gosh, yes. But I always try and like teach people their own personal dream language or aspects of their own personal dream language. Cool. So they can have a deeper understanding themselves. Okay. Can I give you another dream? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is fun. This is so fun. Okay. 
This is a slumber party. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in this dream, I had to go somewhere to like a show with like my family and my husband and this girl who used to be a friend, but there was a whole other story where I had to kind of like cut her off. She shows up at my house and she's like carrying a swan in the dream, which I'm like, what the hell? I, I'm like, there's got to be something to the swan. And she was just there to like, almost like a, like a little bit of a peace offering, but it just felt more like superficial, more just to kind of like clear her name, but not like it didn't feel genuine. And then I just remember trying to explain some of the issues that we had had. Cause I'm like, I feel like you're just sweeping this under the rug. Like you're just trying to go forward without like taking care of like these really big issues we had in our friendship. Mm-hmm. And I tried to bring up my concerns to her. And she's like, I don't hear about it. It's all, it's all good. We don't, we don't need to talk about this. We don't need to talk about this. And I just kind of go, okay, it's time to go. It's time to leave because she wasn't willing to talk about those issues. So as she's leaving, this van pulls up of like my sisters, some of my best friends from Los Angeles, who I just like love and who are so genuine. And they come in with a puppy and they come walking with a puppy. And I just remember being like, oh, you brought this like sweet, cute little puppy. And anyway, and that's kind of where the dream ended. But I just thought it was so, it was such a strange dream. And it probably sounded very convoluted, but dreams are convoluted. So. <laughs> no, I think that makes a lot of sense. What do you think the dream meant? Okay, well, but I only have like, mine's Google, you know? Like, I'm... <laughs> no, but you have intuition. Okay, so this is what I felt like, because we were trying to go somewhere as a family. And I felt like she was coming in. And because she came into our lives, we weren't able to go there. And she was like getting in the way of like, like this time that we needed together. Basically, I felt like the the swan swans are like, like, like beautiful, but they're really just a goose. Like they're just really just like a goose on the inside. They're beautiful on the outside, but they're just something different. Like they're offering me this like beautiful picture, but they're like, like superficial and they're fake, which, which was, was the dream. Like she kept it yeah. so superficial, but we couldn't ever go deeper. And, and it, it was so frustrated in the dream. Like, this is why I can't have you around because it's so superficial and we'll never go deeper in our relationship because it's like a nuisance to you. Like you don't really Mm -hmm. care about me on like a deep level. You care about what this friendship is projecting to people, but you're not Mm -hmm. caring about like me as a person and my feelings and like what I need out of like, like a real friendship. Mm -hmm. And so when she left, my friends who I have like a very, very deep, deep, special bond with came in with a puppy. And when I Googled puppy, it was like, you know, it's like friendship, it's loyalty. It's like all yeah. of these, like you think of a puppy. And so yeah. to me, it was like a reminder that I have like really special, incredible, amazing support and friendships that are like a real, like deep, loyal friendship. Yeah. And I don't need these like superficial friendships in my life. Yeah. Yeah, totally. that was my takeaway. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think so too. And um, and just from like a soul level of that, is it's kind of like her soul was reaching out through the dream world to see if she could kind of get away with this, you know, see if like we could still you could like still carry on with the superficial friendship because that works for her but it doesn't work for you yeah like I've had I have a friend who like an ex-friend and she would come in in like the dreams and I was like oh yeah she's like just testing like she's like feeling out this energy and like and I think that's what your friend was doing was was you know subconsciously of course but her soul is kind of like going to you and like 
you know, kind of knocking on the door. Like people show up in your dreams because they, I've heard this because they're thinking about you. Yeah. On like a surface, like simple way of saying it. Yes. And there's also so many other layers to it. So I heard you talk about there's archetypes, like dream archetypes. So there is like, a everyone has their own language, but there's usually like some, some themes that kind of stay true or like some interpretations. Yeah. You brought up dog, for example, you know, most people, unless they had that traumatic experience with a dog, many people are like, yes, dog is a man's best friend, you know, like they're loyal, they're companions. And so they have that representation for a lot of people. And same with, um, the elements, for example, or if there was like a storm, like a hurricane, you know, we might have similar associations to like those kind of big things. So there are, there are things like that to consider. Um, Paris, you know, like the Eiffel Tower, people view it often as like the city of love. And so there are like archetypes or like common associations with places that we might share in common. But you always want to look at what is my association with that? What does this mean to me first mm-hmm. before you go into like the common archetypes? So what should, where should people start with that? Obviously, they need to start, start, start with taking your course. On my Instagram at Dream Oracle Holly, I have a ton of like everything we've talked about is on my Instagram. And I have a ton of dream intentions, dream intentions and bedtime dream rituals are really great, easy place to start. Because that's like we said, it's like opening the door and saying, yes, I want to start working with my dreams. Yes, I want to start connecting with spirit through the dreaming space. And get a dream journal and start writing down your dreams. Even if you don't understand them at first, that's that's probably what's going to happen is you're probably not going to understand them at first, um, but you're going to be learning a new language and it takes time. And don't rush to Google immediately. Yeah. Don't rush to Google. Remember, remember <laughs> that you are an intuitive being and you can connect in and listen to your intuition. And that's what our dreams, that's how we're supposed to communicate with our dreams. Our dreams do not come from our mind. Our dreams come from our soul and the spirit world. And so a human mind is just a human mind and mm-hmm. it can only, it's, it's limited. <laughs> what about um dream teas? I got, so mm. I was Googling stuff. <laughs> my, I had my husband take this, this is called dream vibes. I just got it on Amazon. I don't know if there's like a brand you recommend What's or in it? you recommend teas. So chamomile flower, passion flower, and leaf, rooibos leaf. Rooibos? Rooibos? Uh, rooibos. Oh, my God. My rooibos isn't working. Yeah, that's yeah. probably it. Catnip, <laughs> <laughs> Catnip um, star anise seed pod, lemon balm leaf, lavender flower, valerian root, skull, okay. skull cap oh, leaf, skull ginseng cap, yeah. root, hops flower. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good mix. Um, I love passion flower. Passion flower is one of my favorite teas or herbs. Um, you can have it as a tea, you can have it as a tincture, there's essences, there's capsules. Um, I have a whole podcast on herbs actually. Skullcap is also really good. Valerian's also really good. A lot of those and like lavender, they help tap you into your intuition. Chamomile is just super relaxing. Um, but yeah, passion flower is really great for dream recall and mm-hmm. um, having more vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. Mugwort, we talked about that in the beginning. It's also really great. Yeah. So there's lots of like herbal allies and even crystals that you could work with. 
to help you in the dreaming space? Yeah, I just wanted to see if there were any like stories that you wanted to share of like things, maybe the ones that you're able to share about dreams that maybe dreaming for somebody or somebody coming to you with a dream that just really stood out in your mind is just like kind of a cool experience. Oh man, I have so many, so many experiences. <laughs> What's really cool. What I really like is when I dream for people for like the 30 day dreaming is called transform. And it's fun because it's a very interactive offering that I have. And mm -hmm. I have noticed that when I'm sharing the dreams with my clients, they're like, oh my God, I had like pretty much the same dream. And it's cool because we're like dreaming the same dreams, but in different aspects of it. So that's, that's really fun. Um, but you're at the same night you guys are having yeah. the same basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's when I'm like energetically pulling them into like my dreaming space and we're working on them with whatever it is that they want to be working on. That's really cool. I like to work with clients where I actually don't really know that much about them. Like the l less I know the better, because then I know like the dreams are just like really the answers aren't my human mind getting in the way. It's like, I've had so many cool experiences with dream teachers, but I can't, I can't share those. Are they like teachers coming in that, you know, personally, like in the waking no. world, are they like ancient teachers? Yeah, or... they're a mix. They're a mix. Wow. Um, not that I know in this world, but they're from like different dimensions from ancient times from um, just different because dreams, the, the tradition of dreams has been a part of many like pretty much all of the ancient cultures and so yeah. sometimes I'll get teachers from Egypt I've had even like alien type beings come and teach me things from other wow. dimensions um, I've ended up on other planets by accident <laughs> when I was trying to go to another planet um, those are always interesting I've seen really wild wild beings through the dream world Wow. Did you ever get scared? No, no, actually, actually, no, that's not true. Um, I used to be really scared of aliens, like mm -hmm. really scared of aliens. Yeah. And I remember having this one dream uh, before I overcame my alien fear. <laughs> <laughs> we um, all got our fears, girl. We all got I know. <laughs> I had more than many. Mine's um, spiders, yours are aliens. <laughs> yeah. I love aliens now, the good ones. Um, and so, yeah, I had, there was like this one dream where there was like this alien in it. And I knew he was a good alien. He was a very sweet, um, older alien. And I was like, I needed to take him a banana to, to like feed him. And I was like really scared. But and I like was having this dialogue because we could like telepathically communicate. And I was like, I know you're not scary. And I know you're not going to hurt me, but I'm really scared right now. <laughs> so I'm like talking like this in my dream. And I had to like swim oh. through this pool and go up and there was like a little hole kind of cut out and he was in like this house on top of the pool and I like just like reach up and I put the banana in I was like okay there's your banana <laughs> so <laughs> like that those are like my scary dreams but um but generally no I don't have scary dreams I think that's part of the reason why I was so scared when I was a kid is because I would have scary dreams and I shut that off and I shut off like kind of my connection for many years until until now, like until the last fear really gets in the yeah. way, you it know, does. it does. Yeah. And, and like, to me, I'll start having different parts of my intuition open up and then I start freaking myself out. Yeah. And 
then I won't have those experiences for a while. And, or I don't know, like at nighttime, I get a little worried. Yeah. You know, I really have so much trust and so much gratitude for my spirit guides. They do a wonderful job protecting me through the dream world. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think all of our guides are great at protecting us. I think that, um, you know, when you are somebody who is energetically vibrating at a certain level, lower energies or other energies that don't vibrate at your same level can't affect you or can't impact you in a big way. And so that's one of the the biggest things for even like protection, dream protection, things like that, or, or just protection from other energies is always doing your own shadow work, always working to raise your own energetic vibration. So those lower energies can't, can't, um, affect you in the same way. And so I think that's why I don't, I don't, um, experience that. Yeah. I, I, I think I have a really creative mind and I start getting, yeah, but I'm going to, maybe that dream, like having just a dream ritual and like meditating and stuff before bed to like also raise my vibration will help me not. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. get crystals. Um, I can't remember all the names of them. There's like, um, obsidian is a good protection crystal. Um, it's like all the black crystals. Shungite is also, mm-hmm. also good. Um, onyx, I think it's another good one. So maybe you want a couple of those in your room. How can someone tell the difference between their imagination? Like it's just some like wild dream that they're on has no importance to it. It's just super random. And that's really all it is, is just randomness versus it being like this, like spiritual experience or like astro traveling or a visitation or um, like a really important message or interactions with their guides. Does that make sense? So it is tricky in the beginning because you need to learn to discern. And in the beginning, I would say, pay attention to those ones that you just can't stop thinking about. You know, those ones that you wake up from and you're just like, huh. Like you kind of, you kind of, you know, take a second take at it. Those are the ones that I would start with. And then, and then you can start feeling like, what did that feel like compared to, like those brain dumping dreams where you know you're processing aspects of your daily life um, and maybe you don't want to give too much attention to those or maybe you do, depends. Um, But it takes time to learn to discern the different types of Mm -hmm. dreams and which ones spirit wants you to pay attention to. For me, for me as uh, for now, and I'm just kind of starting to get in tune with it, it's like if there's something just kind of odd Mm-hmm. like an animal that I wouldn't normally think of my own or a phrase that I use that I wouldn't normally think of in the waking world mm-hmm. you know, or just some like weird symbolism that just kind of came out of nowhere. Then I, then I start thinking, okay, there's something to that. And, yeah. and that's where I'm at now. And I'm sure like yeah. my dreaming will evolve. I really want to take your course. Yeah. If you yeah, feel yeah. curious and called, then mm-hmm. I say go for it because we can all tap in to our dreams and some people don't want to and some people do and so if you're one of those people who are like yeah no i think there's something to this then follow the breadcrumbs thank you so much for your time i'm completely inspired yes thank you so, so where much can for people having find me? you yeah so best spot is instagram 
And that is uh, at Dream Oracle Holly. And I know there's some fake accounts out there. So make sure you spell my name right. We'll put it in the show notes or something, right? And then um, also just my website, which is just hollyemerson.com. And that's H-O-L-L-Y-E-M-M-E-R-S-O-N.com. Yeah. And you do dream interpreting, dream oracle work. Yeah, I do dream oracle readings. So if people want me to dream for them, if they have a question that they really want clarity around, then I can dream for them. I do dream interpretation sessions. I do dream coaching. Um, I have a guide that's only $22 that people can purchase and that helps them activate their intuition and understand their personal dream language. There's, um, you know, actually you're in Utah, right? I'm going to be doing a retreat in Utah in May, 2024 in Salt Lake. Yeah. We're doing a two-day retreat. Hey, where? There. Where are you going? Yeah. Um, so for my followers who know me, they they probably know that I'm good friends with Azure Wolf. She is a yoga instructor. She's on Instagram. Okay. And so we're actually gonna be doing it at her place. I'm I'm always super happy to receive people's DMs and questions. So they can slide into my Instagram DMs anytime. And that's slide yeah, into that's her DMs, guys. Slide into yeah. her DMs. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening to the soul slumber party make sure you like subscribe share with your friends reviews guys reviews really really help good ones so you know (laughs) make them good anyway all the things from whatever platform you're on you know the drill love you guys so much